A judge puts a halt to the masks on planes. A Washington report, Washington Post reporter doxes one of the best accounts on Twitter. And a blackface controversy hits an unlikely target. This is Gene, and you're listening to the Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, just released my first video. I love having internet right now. It's pretty awesome. Well, stable internet. I had internet before, obviously. I wouldn't have been able to do this, but now I've got some stable internet. So I uploaded on Rumble a new video out. Uh, you go take a look at it. It's it's kind of fun. Uh, just go to Rumble, type in dumbass, search for dumbasses talking politics, and uh, you'll see you'll see my list. So go ahead, take a look. If you like it, hit that Rumble button. All right. If you don't like it, don't. Or don't say anything. I don't know. I don't care. Anyway, so let's get to it. We got a lot of news. A uh, lot of news. And usually I don't, I'm trying to get some of the more obscure news out there. But some of this stuff is big. So a federal judge, uh, Catherine Mizell, ruled that the federal mask mandate on all modes of travel is blocked. So right now, she basically said the CDC doesn't have a right to actually set up uh, that that rule, that it they are just CDC Center for Disease Control is basically just a bureaucracy, and that's up to the court, not the courts. The it's up to Congress to do something like that, which is absolutely correct. Um, according to Newsweek, federal judge Catherine Kimball Mazel struck down the national mask mandate. Excuse me, this is according to Newsweek. Federal judge uh, Catherine Kimball Mazel struck down the national mask mandate for transportation, including airplanes and trains, on Monday. Mizell, appointed by former President Donald Trump, ruled the mandate exceeded the authority of the Centers, authority of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Her lengthy 59-page ruling also said the CDC failed to justify the mandate. You know, that science thing that they need to do. In a ruling, Mazel said the only remedy is to, is to void the mandate as it would be impossible to end it for those who objected by filing the lawsuit, according to the Associated Press. Quote, because our system does not permit agencies to act unlawfully, even in pursuit of a desirable ends, the court declares unlawful and vacates the mask mandate, she wrote. Well, it's about freaking time. You know, we've been wearing these masks. I, I, I take the train all the time, and we've been wearing it. It's stupid. No one's, no one cares about this anymore. It's over. The, the, the whole COVID pandemic crap, even though the government wants to keep this thing going, it really is over. It, and, and honestly, it ended probably when the uh, vaccines came out. This should have been over back then. But I can't imagine sitting on a plane, which, by the way, this is where they are absolutely correct. The, there is no science, A, that says the masks work. None. Zero. Matter of fact, there are a couple of uh, studies that have shown that masks don't work. And that they're, they're just, even CNN has said that masks don't work. The other thing about this is the systems, the air filtration systems on the planes are far superior than anything else in society. As a matter of fact, there have been no chief vectors of transmission on airplanes. So this is this is kind of dumb. 
So I'm, I'm thrilled to see this. And this is what needs to be done. We need to end this thing. It needs to go away. As you can imagine, um, the people on the planes, when they heard this announcement, were absolutely thrilled. Listen to this. April 18th, the Biden administration announced that the Transportation Security Administration will no longer enforce the federal mandate requiring masks in all U.S. airports and onboard aircraft. There are videos like this all over Twitter, probably all over Facebook too. I don't have a Facebook account, so, but the, you know, who was happy the most were the flight crews, the flight attendants and the pilots. The pilot had a big grin on his face when he made the announcement. There's another video online. You could see it at, at Dumbasses Talking Politics if you'd like. But there's another one where the flight attendant is going around with a garbage, with a garbage bag, and people are just throw, all throwing their masks away. I mean, this is something that amazes me with the Democrats because you can imagine that the reaction was from the Biden administration and from the leftists themselves was not great. This just shows how out of touch they are because they've been pushing this, pushing this, pushing this, wearing these stupid masks and nobody wanted to wear them anymore. No one wants to fly with a mask on for th five hours. Going from Los Angeles to New York is a five hour trip. No one wants to wear a mask all five hours. No one wants to have, and, and, and the flight attendants, the same thing. They don't want to have to walk up and make you put a mask on. They, they don't want to do that. They don't want to be the mask police. And that was one of the biggest arguments against this whole mask mandate thing. But the Democrats keep pushing it, and they're still pushing it. And they don't understand this is not a popular position to, to stand on. They're going to get killed in November because they keep pushing policies like this. So, needless to say, it, the Biden administration not happy. Here is Jen Psaki lamenting the ruling. Listen to what she's got to say. CDC recommended continuing the order for additional time, two weeks, uh, to be able to assess the latest science in keeping with its responsibility to protect the American people. So this is obviously a disappointing decision. The CDC continues recommending wearing a mask in public transit. Uh, as you know, this just came out this afternoon. So right now, the Department of Homeland Security, uh, who would be implementing, and the CDC are reviewing the decision. And of course, the Department of Justice uh, would make any determinations about litigation. First off, the science is out on this whole thing. CNN is, may, is talking about the science. MSN, even MSNBC is talking about the science. The masks don't work. They all said it. I'm not making that up. You just go on to YouTube and look it up. I, I keep forgetting I'm not on YouTube anymore, so I don't have to worry about getting banned. But the, the masks don't work. And why is it disappointing? Why is it disappointing? This should be a happy time. Okay, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Why can't you just cel say celebrate it? We'll look at it if the CD, it, the government can do this. They, they actually have ways of getting around this. They could make a law. They can make a temporary law. They can do this. And then the judge can't overrule that. Well, the judge can try. 
But if you if Congress has decided to get off their asses and make laws, this wouldn't be an issue. Bureaucracies aren't supposed to be making any laws. Mizell was absolutely correct in her ruling. But, you know, giving people their freedom seems to be a very a heavy disappointed appointment for the Biden administration. You know what? We're smart. People are smart. Citizens are smart. If they're sick, they won't go on the plane. If they need a mask, if they feel like I should probably wear a mask if I got a cold or I got a cough, I'll, I'll wear a mask. But let people make the, the decision. Let's not let's not uh, let the government tell us what we're supposed to do. It's stupid. Jen Psaki, of course, she continues on. I, they just keep pushing. They, here, here she is saying, oh, well, just because um, uh, a judge ruled doesn't mean, you know, maybe you should try, you should wear a mask anyway. Ignore the judge's ruling and wear the mask anyway. Listen. There may be people sitting in an airport bar watching right now wondering <laughs> if they're boarding a flight tonight, is the mask mandate still in place? We're continuing to recommend people wear masks. I don't have any update. This just came out through the courts just this afternoon. And as soon as there is an update, uh, we will provide that to is all Is the of White you. House anticipating an announcement by Homeland Security tonight? I, they are assessing it right now. And as soon as they have an assessment and an, an update on additional steps, they'll they'll make that available. But if the DOJ, say, doesn't stay the order tonight or first thing tomorrow morning, are passengers I understand why you're asking, and certainly no one here is trying to provoke uncertainty with passengers. We also think the mask mandate should be in place and that it's safer for individuals who are flying to continue to wear masks. So we would say to anyone sitting out there, we'd recommend you wear masks on the airplane. And then as soon as we can provide an update from here, hopefully soon, we'll provide that to all of you. Two more related CDC things. Yeah. In the ruling, the judge said that she accepts the CDC's argument that masks limit COVID spread. But that alone is not sufficient to overcome what she concludes is a rule that exceeds the agency's authority to put it in place. The administration believes otherwise, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't have put it in place to begin with. So that potentially is the crux of an appeal or an attempt to stop. Well, again, I would leave that to the Department of Justice. Okay. But uh, all, what we what we announced last week uh, was just a two-week extension in order to have time to assess what we've all seen is rising cases and 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 make an assessment and recommendation uh, with that in mind. So, of course, it's disappointing. She's such an idiot. Okay, a couple of things. First off, um, a rise in cases. There's no rise in death. People are not dying. This is a flu now. Omicron is not killing anybody. The variants have have actually, the variants are are actually mild. I, I had Omicron. It was a pretty miserable flu. But some people are saying that the um, the new Omicron version is basically a cold. It's very transmissible. You'll catch it. We're all going to catch this thing, by the way. If we haven't already, there's going to be no options here. There's no protection. What they're doing in China is evil. But this this administration now they they, they oh we're we're going to find out what we're going to do and we're going to go to court and we're going to argue it in court. It, it just run on this. This is why they're going to lose so badly in November because people are sick and tired of this mask thing, especially if they have to travel. I, I swear to God, I'm going to jump on, a, on, on an Amtrak simply. Well, by the way, Amtrak, they never really pushed it. 
I used to, I never wore a mask on Amtrak. And by the way, Amtrak has canceled the mask mandate. So they've canceled masks on their train. So you could go on an Amtrak now and not. But when I did go on it on an Amtrak, they never really seemed to care. It's the whole thing. So stupid. So, you know, okay, go ahead, take it to court, see how that works out, waste more time. And then we'll see what happens in November when people are sitting there arguing, you guys want to continue muzzling us. They're still continuing. Parents are still pissed off that they have to keep their kids in masks. So that's great. Well, the media has decided they're going to they're going to attack uh, the Trump appointed judge that blocked the mask mandates. Um, they're complaining basically that Mizell is not qualified to be a judge. Rolling Stone had a headline that said Trump appointed judge deemed not qualified by Bar Association voids mask mandate on planes and other travel. Now, I do want to point out the American Bar Association is an extremely left wing organization very left-wing organization. Of course, they're going to say that a conservative judge, a judge who clerked for Clarence Thomas is, of course, not qualified. I mean, they're saying Clarence Thomas, who has been a judge, been on the Supreme Court now for 20-some-odd years, is not qualified to be a Supreme Court justice. Meanwhile, Katenji Brown Jackson or Jackson Brown, whatever her hell her name is, she's uh, she's qualified to be a judge and she can't even say what a woman is. Newsweek said, quote, Trump's nomination of Mazelle drew criticism from some in the legal community. At the time, the American Bar Association wrote a letter to senators Lindsey Graham and Dianne Feinstein. They determined that she was not qualified for the position. Podcaster Brian Tyler said, this is Catherine Kimball Mazell. She's a Federalist Society judge who worked for Clarence Thomas. That's really what's disqualifying, by the way. It's not that she's canceled the mask mandates or she doesn't have the experience. It's that she's an actual conservative. The American Bar Association said she's unqualified to hold office, but Republicans confirmed her anyway. After Trump, after Trump, she uh, confirmed her anyway after Trump. She just ruled the CDC can't require masks on planes. Then there's another one, a writer, Cheryl Clymer. She said since 1989, the American Bar Association has assessed federal judicial nominees for consideration by the Senate. Of the 1,400 or so nominees assessed, just 22 have been rated not qualified. Catherine Kimball Mazell, who just struck down the flight mask mandate, is one of them. Of course, of course she is. By the way, it wasn't just Trump that appointed her. He did appoint her. But Marco Rubio actually wrote a letter to President Trump recommending that he uh, that he nominate her. So she is a very solid judge, very conservative, reads the reads the uh, Constitution uh, as uh, is a textualist when it comes to the Constitution. And to be totally blunt, she was completely right in her assessment. And she explained her assessment in a 59-page ruling. Blue checks on Twitter are also flipping out here. And again, this is this is all Biden's fault. If these guys actually mean... But these are doctors. 
Jeremy Faust, who has just been awful during this during this pandemic. He has spread more misinformation than anybody on Twitter, and this guy has never been kicked off of Twitter. He said, Hi, United. When I bought my tickets for me, my wife, who is pregnant, and our unvaccinated four-year-old, I assumed you would continue to have a mask mandate. Now you cancel it, and we will have to board our return flight under your new no-mask-required policy. Thanks so much. He continued. The idea of not waiting until vaccine for all, including kids under five, is pretty much you just saying it's cool if a few kids die so that you don't have to enforce this for another month or two. See, this is misinformation. Why isn't Twitter kicking them out? Kids aren't dying from Omicron. Kids are not dying. Kids were dying from Alpha. There have been a grand total of 800 children that have died, and all of them had... and. I want to say most, a majority, because I don't have the stats with me, but a, major, a majority died of uh, with comorbidities. They they were already sick. This guy, this is misinformation. Another doctor, Eric uh, uh, Fiegel Ding, he said, I will not be flying at Alaska Air until they reinstate the public safety measures against COVID-19. Boycott Alaska Air. Okay, don't fly. <laughs> so what? We've been having to fly with the mask mandates. See, th- these guys don't understand. There is another. There is another view here. Some of us don't want to fly with masks, and we've had to do it for two years. And Jen Psaki sitting there and saying, "We just wanted it for another two weeks." You've been saying two weeks now for two years. This thing was never going to end unless somebody stopped it. Charlotte Clymer, who you've heard before, by the way, you can tell these people, uh, you can tell these people are leftists because a they've got the Ukraine flag as part of their uh, as part of their account. They've got the LGBTQRXTUVWX pound sign flag on their deal, and they give their pronouns, and that's what this gal does. Sitting for several hours in a tight, enclosed space with 200 coughing, breathing, sneezing strangers? Yeah, I'm going to keep wearing my mask on flights for for the foreseeable future. And that's all I have to say about that. No one cares what you have to say about it. You know something? And that's the other thing. This is the problem this administration has caused. This administration's messaging has been, we are all carriers of disease. Oh, 200 coughing, breathing, sneezing strangers. Oh, I'm sorry that we have to breathe. Maybe we have to cough. Maybe we sneeze. But what this idiot also doesn't realize is that planes have, uh, with the HEPA filters, they have the best air circulation on the planet Earth. I'm sorry, us, we disease people. And by the way, they've said, been saying this for two years. This is all part of the administration. All this, this talking point is exactly what the administration has been saying for years, for two years, that we're all a bunch of, we're all a bunch of freaking disease carriers. I'm sorry, I'm not. Here, another doctor, Janet Meyer, I'm so frustrated. We have tickets to fly this weekend, which felt like a tolerable risk only because everyone is required to wear a mask. By the way, that's not science either. Now we have to sit in a tube with 200 people, some of whom certainly will be positive for COVID, 
and risk getting sick or cancel our trip. Pissed. Cancel your trip. You're an idiot. Be brave. Go out there and 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 deal with it. Another one, Lindsay Sabadosa. I don't know who this broad is, but she's a, she's a blue check. Today, a federal judge called it overreach for U.S. health officials to require masks on airplanes and other public transit. Yes, it is overreach for a bureaucracy to make that call, to make a political decision like that. It is it is overreach. And no matter how you feel about masks, you should really, really, you should be really, really concerned that the courts are effectively taking away the power of the federal government. No, that's what the courts are supposed to do. When the federal government oversteps its bounds like this mask mandate has been doing, the courts are supposed to do that. I got news for you. If this actually got to the Supreme Court, there's a very good chance the Supreme Court would overrule it. Because the government, a government bureaucracy, is do is overreaching. This is some, if Congress did it, that would be a different story. But Congress isn't doing it. Even an executive order might might have some bite. Even though an executive order would probably be overruled by the Supreme Court also, because it is an overreach. And then Jeffrey Tubin, Jeffrey, I like to jer- jerk off on uh, on Zoom calls. Tubin says. The decision by the young Trump-appointed federal judge, and by the way, that's the big problem these people have. Uh, Trump appointed this gal. A judge ending the mask mandate in travel shows the federal judiciary has turned into the Senate. Democratic and Republican judges live in different rules and rule differently. Yes, they do. What's his point? One, one judge, this judge, reads the Constitution and says, well, according to the Constitution, you can't do that, and she rules in that way. Meanwhile, activist leftist judges like Kentonji Brown Jackson or Kentonji Jackson Brown rule based on activism. Okay, some things here. The the pandemic is officially over. It's done. It's finished. Democrats should continue going this direction because they will get killed in November. They will get killed in November. People are sick of it. Majority of people are sick of this. A lot of Democrats are sick of this. They're done with the mask thing. They want this to end. This was two weeks. This whole thing. Do you remember? Two weeks to slow the spread? It's been two, it's been over two years, two and a half years almost. I, it started March. So over two years. Uh, uh, what, 24, 25 months, 26 months we're looking at. This has got to end. And this is the only way we're going to get this to end, is take it to court and fight it in court. In the next story, this is just depravity. It is depravity. It is just evil. Okay, so there's this awesome account on Twitter called Libs of TikTok. They have a website. Uh, they have uh, a website. It's copyrighted. It's copyrighted. It's... It's fantastic. They even have a, a newsletter. It's a it's a great it's a great web it's a great account. And basically, all this account does is it takes videos that she takes videos because it is a woman. She takes videos that she either gets delivered to her or she finds on TikTok, and she posts them. And these are all just crazy liberals, crazy ass liberals. And she posts them. She doesn't even say too much. Now, let me give you an example of one of the posts from Libs of TikTok. Here is Madison Cawthorn's definition of a woman. 
X chromosomes, no tallywhacker. And this gives me a chance to talk about biological essentialism. <laughs> um, first of all, it's not true. People have all kinds of chromosomes and all kinds of bodies. Women who've had hysterectomies, people born with certain conditions, but that's almost immaterial. Number two, it is a system of oppression. Gender is a hierarchy and a system of oppression. And the easier it is to define gender, the easier it is to keep the oppression going. It's dangerous. This is the kind of crap she uploads. Now, this is a guy with a beard, makeup, and a dress. He's a transgender woman, I guess. I don't know what he is. He could be just a transvestite. I don't know. But this guy himself, and I'm not going to get too much into this guy, but this guy himself has actually built this following on TikTok for kids. This guy is trying to teach kids. And this is what this woman brings up. And she doesn't say much. She doesn't comment much on the videos. She just posts, posts them and then lets normal people listen to this leftist idiocy. And they comment. A lot of people use her. Fox News uses her. Daily Wire uses her. I use her. I mean, I'm going to do a video right after this podcast. I'm going to use one of the videos is going to come from Libs of TikTok. It's a fantastic, it's a fantastic site. Now, to this point, this woman has remained anonymous. And she's doing that because of cancel culture. She doesn't want to get doxxed. She doesn't want to get canceled. She doesn't want to be threatened. Right? And and to be honest with you, she, her 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 account is so important because it doesn't make an argument. All she does is put these videos up there and you normal people just look at it and the left argues against itself. These people are insane. You're going to see this with the videos I, I, I upload tonight. Okay. It, it, you see in all oh, the videos I have uploaded already do that. The left's arguments are so bad. Well, that's a problem. The leftists can't have that. The leftists can't have the words of leftists being pointed to by conservatives because their arguments are stupid. Just like this guy's um, gender essentialism or whatever and bigotry and whatever. So they need to find out who she is and get her canceled and enter Taylor Lorenz of the Washington Post. She took it upon herself to find out who this was to the point that she harassed family members. She dug into her own legal, private information and then released a story that the Washington Post themselves uh, approved. Editors approved this story. I couldn't believe they did this because this is straight out doxing. This is, this is just wrong in every possible way. You know something that amazes me? The Washington Post, they should have investigated the Russia Gate problem as much as they're investigating uh, uh, this woman who lives in Brooklyn. They should investigate them, that, instead of doing running after her. They should investigate Hunter Biden's laptop like they investigated her. They should investigate uh, the border crisis 
like they're investigating her, but they don't do that. The Washington Post has become nothing better than a rag. The Inquirer, it's garbage. So this is some of the things the article gave. I, and I, I can't believe this. They gave her name. They said where she lived. They gave her her career. They said what she did during her career. They tried to link her to January 6th by stating that she was actually there. Of course, she had nothing to do with it. They said that she's an Orthodox Jew and she's a mother. She has some kids. They stated that Libs of TikTok provo uh, promoted right-wing propaganda. Right-wing propaganda? No, that's not what she did. She didn't promote right-wing propaganda. She posted what the left was saying. She posted the left in their own words. You just heard it. And in the comment when she posted that, there was, there was just like, okay, here's a nut job. And that's all. They said she's anti-trans, anti-LGBT. She stated that this libs of TikTok is beginning to affect legislation, including the Florida bill, parental rights and education bill, which the left, this same broad called the don't say gay bill. She accuses the libs of TikTok of canceling teachers because some of the things she posted on there got teachers fired, as they, it should have been. I mean, they had one teacher that actually said it's okay to be uh, the what minor attracted person, MAPS, in other words, the pedophiles. She was the one who leaked that. This woman is an actual journalist. She posted uh, the conversation that some pedophile had about how pedophiles aren't bad we shouldn't call them pedophiles we should call them minor attracted people and that guy ended up getting fired because what he said was so disgusting and now they're basically basically she's being accused of canceling teachers i i got news for you all those teachers could be canceled i i'd be good with it she accuses libs of tiktok of doxing teachers now i follow libs of tiktok i get the i get the uh i get the the uh, the uh newsletter i've never heard her dox anybody she doesn't i she does not give personal information out and she says that libs of tiktok is are promoting death threats which is like, no, she's never said anything that promotes death th threats. Most of the time, if she says anything, this is just crazy. That's what she says. And you can't, anyway, you can't point to libs of TikTok when someone does a death threat and, and sit there and say, well, it's their fault. It's like blaming gun manufacturers because someone used a gun. So Lorenz hunts her down, harasses family members, and then doxes her. She's doing exactly what she accused Libs of TikTok of doing. And of course, I will go on a limb here and say I can't find any any posts that Libs of TikTok has done that, that's doxed anybody. Now, the gal who runs the website, she got noticed that this was going to happen and she said, okay, well, it's okay. She's safe. She's hidden. She, she'll be fine. She may not even live in the city she had she initially lived in. But I tell you one thing, if anything happens to this woman, what the Washington Post and Lorenz should be sued into next year.
because this is this is completely unethical. Tim Pool, who is a podcaster, basically said one of the things that journalism is supposed to do is create no harm. And she just violated the first principle of journalism. Here's what's ironic. Taylor Lorenz is known for being very much against doxing and internet harassment of any kind. That's right. So listen to this. Listen to this. This is a great little quote where she talks about um, online harassment and how it's a huge problem. And online online harassment is such a is such a it's such a misnomer. Um, I think it's a huge problem because um, you know harassment is is a is is a, it's a tool to silence people, especially women and people of color or people from marginalized um, identities for speaking out and it there's a very intentional like goal behind it it's it's obviously it's death threats and all of that and rape threats on the daily and it's not just twitter it's like every single surface right like you know my cell phone number getting out there people calling people Ugh, harassing God. my family members stalking me like all of that is incredibly terrifying and invasive um and it's bled out into the physical world too which is even ter- more terrifying right yeah. but uh, to me, I think what what especially the media needs to understand about this is in terms of protecting their own reporters is this is just a tool like harassment is a tool to kind of discredit and silence journalists and the right wing media plays along with it. Right. You mentioned Tucker Carlson. Everything she described, she did. To the creator lives a TikTok who just wanted to live her life and wanted to point out how stupid the left is. She's doing the exact same thing. But that's not even the worst video. In this next in, in this next clip, she actually sits back and starts crying and says she has PTSD because of all of the harassment she gets online. Listen to this pathetic uh, show. You feel like any little piece of information that gets out on you will be used by the worst people on the internet to destroy your life. And it's so isolating. And terrifying. It's horrifying. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's overwhelming. It's really hard. Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb here. But bullshit. I don't believe anything she just said. She's not terrifying. She's making herself into a victim. And by the way, any victimhood that she may have through harassment, because I'm sure everyone's harassed. I'm harassed online. I'm, I just don't care. I'm harassed by people I've never seen. Usually how I handle the harassing is I, I, I go right back at them. And I challenge them. And usually they run away. And I end up calling them cowards and things like that. I have no problem with it. I don't harass. I don't dox. I don't, I don't go after people. But if someone comes after me because I, I post something, and I, it does happen, I will go after them. And usually I get blocked. But this woman's goal is to get rid of Libs of TikTok. And by the way, she's accomplishing what the left wants. Get rid of TikTok. Get rid of Libs of TikTok. Get rid of anybody who sits back and doesn't go for the narrative. Well... I hope Libs of TikTok keeps going. I hope they continue, and it sounds like they are. The gal, I'm sure she'll be interviewed on Tucker Carlson uh, this week. I would bet my left arm on it that she'll be interviewed by Tucker Carlson this week. 
And she'll basically say, yeah, I'm just going to keep doing it. So what? I mean, Twitter has tried to ban him. They can't. People now, they're, now they're doxing her. But if you listen to her, she sounds like a very strong person. And I would hate to think that this woman decides to stop doing what she's doing because of some evil sociopathic bitch. Okay, and by the way, the video tonight, I've got some awesome libs of TikTok stuff for you. Okay, so, that last story, and this one is, according to the New York Post, quote, two local diversity advocates in Arizona are taking heat after calling a school district, calling a school district racist for hiring a G DJ to perform in blackface, but it turns out the DJ was black. <laughs> Stuart Roden, who's also black, and Jill Lassen, who's white, who specialize in diversity, equity, and inclusion, lambasted the Scottsdale Unified School District, that's the school district my kids went to, Hopi Elementary PTA, for its decision to hire Kim Coco Hunter, 56, a local black DJ at a charity event. Both Roden and Lassen, who were involved in diversity work in the school district, slammed the school after seeing a picture of Hunter, who they later learned of his race, according to the Daily uh, Arizona Daily Independent. Oops. See, here's the problem with all these diversity and equity people. Um, they have to look for problems. And actually, Hunter, uh, the, the guy, what, what's his name? Kim Coco Hunter, he says that too. They, they have to justify their jobs. They've got to look for racism. Here's the problem that these people do have. There isn't a lot of racism out there. Heck, have you noticed that every time someone draws a swastika or, uh, or graffitis, the N-word out there, it usually is a hoax? It's usually done by a black person? I mean, there just isn't a lot of racism. You don't see a lot of Ku Klux Klan people out there. It's just not... Matter of fact... If you see racism, for the most part, it's done by black people attacking white people. So Hunter did have a comment about this. He sat there, and of course, this is this is the typical leftist position. Quote, they thought that the DJ there or a person there was in blackface, and that person that they thought was in blackface was me. Wait a minute. In their defense... How many chips in the ice cream did you see there? Not a lot. They were probably thinking that same thing that I am. Wow, there are no black people here. So in other words, what this guy did was, you know, it's, uh, they're probably right. They probably are racist because they didn't have any black people there. Isn't that awesome? So it is not the two diversity people who were racist for saying that he was in blackface, it is all the people at the party that hired the black guy to be the DJ. So, there you have it. That's leftist logic. Okay, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Uh, also, uh, go to Rumble. Type in Dumbasses Talking Politics, and I you will see the videos. I've got a couple videos out. I've got another one I'm going to be making up. I also want to... 
I was gonna say something, I can't remember what it is. Oh well, never mind. Okay, take care. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.